No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where David desires to build a house for the Lord, but God wants to build David a house, a dynasty to last forever. It's a beautiful lesson how grace changes everything. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 1 Chronicles chapter 17 on Simply the Bible. Religion is man's attempt to please God. We think we will do this by doing some things and then not doing other things. But grace is God doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. Man could never discover grace on his own. It is a gift from God. It is also the way that God chooses to deal with us and the way he saves us. Today we will see where David wanted to do a great work for God, but God wanted to do an even greater work for David. And God wants to do a great work in your life as well. We continue in 1 Chronicles chapter 17. Now it came to pass... When David was dwelling in his house, that David said to Nathan the prophet, See now I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of the covenant of the Lord is under tent curtains. Then Nathan said to David, Do all that is in your heart, for God is with you. Everything had gone very well for David. He had been able to establish his kingdom there in Jerusalem. He had brought the ark of the covenant there to himself and set up a tent for it. He even had been able to build his own palace, his house made out of cedar. And as everything was really going well, he just desired, I want to do something for the Lord. And it just didn't seem right to him that he had this house made from the cedars of Lebanon while the Ark of the Covenant was just in a tent. So he brought his friend Nathan, who was a prophet, and the one that he would go to to inquire of the Lord and And just poured out his heart. Nathan, this is what I want to do. This is what's in my heart to do. And there was just this motivation of works, of a good work that he wanted to do for God. And so Nathan said, hey, David, just go for it. Do all that is in your heart for God is with you. And it just seemed like a good idea to Nathan. And this happens much in our lives where something just seems like a no-brainer. Seems like it's a great idea. And we just say, yeah, God must be in it. But it happened that night that the word of God came to Nathan saying, Go and tell my servant David, thus says the Lord, you shall not build me a house to dwell in. For I have not dwelt in a house since the time that I brought up Israel, even to this day, but have gone from tent to tent and from one tabernacle to another, wherever I have moved about with all Israel. Have I ever spoken a word to any of the judges of Israel whom I commanded to shepherd my people, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? And so God gave some news to Nathan that really would not be what David wanted to hear, but it was this, it was just, you know, you're not the one to build a house. Now, we find out in another place in Scripture that. God said, David, you've been a man of war. It's too much blood on your hands. You're not the one 
to build it. Your son is going to build it. He'll be a man of peace. But right here we just see that God said, no, you're not the one, David. And by the way, have I said to anybody, any of those that I have had shepherd my people that I want to be in a house of cedar? I've never said that. I've been content to be in a, in a tent. And you know, I think sometimes we just imagine the way that we think things should be are the way that God thinks that they should be, and that's not always the case. And in this case, although it seemed to David like this would be a good plan to build a temple for the Lord, this was not God's plan, and it wasn't God's plan that David should do it. It would happen, but it would happen through Solomon. Now, therefore, thus shall you say to my servant David, thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the sheepfold, from following the sheep to be ruler over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you have gone and have cut off all your enemies from before you and have made you a name like the name of the great men who are on the earth. I want you to see something here, and, and that is how much God says that he did for David. First off, he said, I took you from this sheepfold. Remember where you were at. You were just a ruddy boy working the sheepfold for your dad, Jesse, and I anointed you to be king of Israel. And I've always been with you. I was with you with Goliath. I was with you when you were running from King Saul for 10 years, and I protected you. And now I've cut off all your enemies, and I've given you the kingdom and made your name great like the name of great men who are in the earth. Moreover, I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them that they may dwell in a place of their own and move no more, nor shall the sons of wickedness oppress them any more as previously since the time that I commanded judges to be over my people Israel. Also, I will subdue all your enemies. Again, the emphasis is on everything that God would do for David and for his people. I will appoint for my people Israel a place to plant them and they'll have a place of their own and they won't move around and they won't be oppressed by their enemies as they were during the period of the judges. And I will subdue all of your enemies. Furthermore, I tell you that the Lord will build you a house and it shall be when your days are fulfilled, when you must go to be with your fathers, that I will set up your seed after you who will be of your sons and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build me a house and I will establish his throne forever. I will be his father and he shall be my son and I will not take my mercy away from him as I took it from him who was before you, that is King Saul. And I will establish him in my house and in my kingdom forever and his throne shall be established forever. According to all these words, and according to all this vision, so Nathan spoke to David. So David wanted to build the Lord a house. God said, no, I'm going to build you a house, a dynasty. And that's going to continue from generation to generation. And really, this book of Chronicles is the chronicles of the kings of the sons of David that all came from David. Now, he said, I will set up your seed after you who will be of your sons and I will establish his kingdom and he shall build me a house. That was clearly Solomon who would be the one 
to build the temple. And then he said, I will establish his throne forever. I will be his father. He shall be my son. I will not take my mercy away from him. I will establish him in my house and in my kingdom forever, and his throne shall be established forever. Now that is no longer speaking of Solomon. That's speaking of Jesus Christ. And God would establish his throne on the throne of David forever. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? And yet, this was a small thing in your sight. O God, and you have also spoken of your servant's house for a great while to come, and have regarded me according to the rank of a man of high degree, O Lord God. I think David was absolutely overwhelmed. I mean, part of him was probably disappointed that he couldn't build the house. But then he just said, Oh Lord, who am I that you've done all of this for me? I don't know if you've ever had that experience of just looking around and seeing all that God has done in your life and how good he's been to you. And you look at the blessings he's brought into your life, your wife, your kids, the desires of your heart, the good he's given you that you don't deserve. And you just sort of like say, Lord, who am I that you should bless me in this way and be so good to me? What more can David say to you for the honor of your servant? For you know your servant, O Lord, for your servant's sake and according to your own heart, you have done all this greatness in making known all these great things. David's just like, what can I say? You know me. You know my coming, my going, my strengths, my weaknesses, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know everything about me, Lord. And yet you've chosen to do all of these great things. And then not only have you done great things to this point, but you've chosen to reveal to me what you're going to do in the future. Oh, Lord, there is none like you, nor is there any God besides you. According to all that we have heard, with our ears. Now remember, David lived in a very polytheistic culture. The enemies that he conquered had their own gods, but he said, look, those gods aren't real gods. They're just idols. They can't speak or see or think or do anything. And so there's no other God but you, Lord, as we have heard with our own ears. And who is like your people Israel, the one nation on earth whom God went to redeem for himself as a people to make for yourself a name by great and awesome deeds, by driving out nations from before your people whom you redeemed from Egypt. For you have made your people Israel, your very own people forever. And you, Lord, have become their God. There's no people like Israel, the only nation on earth that you redeemed for yourself. You brought them out of the bondage of Egypt. You parted the Red Sea. You did amazing miracles. You brought them into the promised land through an outstretched arm and a mighty hand. And you've made them your own special people forever. And now, O Lord, the word which you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his house, let it be established forever. And do as you have said, so let it be established that your name may be magnified forever saying, The Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, is Israel's God, and let the house of your servant David be established before you. So David says, Okay, just do what you said then. You know, the one thing about David is that he could receive the grace of God gracefully. He simply said, Establish your word as you have said, 
and bring about this dynasty, even as you have said. For you, O my God, have revealed to your servant that you will build him a house. Therefore, your servant has found it in his heart to pray before you. And now, Lord, you are God and have promised this goodness to your servant. Now you have been pleased to bless the house of your servant that it may continue before you forever. For you have blessed it, O Lord, and it shall be blessed forever. David said, I found confidence to pray this before you now because you've revealed this to me. You know, when God reveals to you his promises, then it gives you confidence in what you can pray for because you can pray according to his promises. As I said, David was just overwhelmed as he went to go do something for God. But God said, no, David, I'm going to do something for you. I'm going to build you a house and I'm going to bless you even more than I've blessed you. And David was just overwhelmed. Now, as God wanted to bless David, so he wants to bless you. Now, obviously, God's blessing in your life will look differently than it did in David's life because there's only one dynasty that led to the Messiah. But God does want to show you the riches of his grace and how much he loves you. His blessings don't come as a reward for your good works, but because you believe in Jesus Christ and because it pleases God to pour out his grace, love, and blessings upon you, just like a good loving father loves to give good gifts to his kids. Now, can you receive God's grace gracefully? You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow we'll see where David fights against the enemies of Israel and gathers much wealth to give to the Lord. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Chronicles on Simply the Bible.